welcome to Tits of the Iceberg, episode 204. Oh, shit. Damn. Yeah. Repping it. Uh, 204 is special to us, because that yeah. we stepped up to two. Really? Yeah, 431s are the area code. I didn't even know that. But fuck those I'm guys. the loop. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. 431. Even wants them around. That's not Get my area code. Up. This is, in the history of Tits of the Iceberg, the longest between recordings. Okay. Really? Just thought I'd mention that. Uh, the last episode we recorded was on November 6th. It's now November 23rd, and the oh, yeah. idea was to do a bi-weekly podcast, but technically that would have been last weekend. Uh, but I was in the land of the rising sun. Mm-hmm. Lots of stories. That's, that's I Japan. Got, I got stories. You guys didn't know that. Um, so yeah, Japan. Let's talk about Japan. Um, great. Uh, real cheap. Good cheap place to go. Food's cheap. Uh, language yeah. barrier is not even a thing. Um, really? It's, those it's, are, I thought it would be expensive and hard to understand people. Uh, well, it's definitely hard to understand people, but the thing is, it's unlike going to like France or somewhere where it's just like, I don't speak French and they're like, okay, well then I'm going to spit on you. Uh, in Japan, they're super upset with themselves that they can't help you or they, they can't speak English. It's their bad. It's not, oh, well you're not expected to know Japanese. What given is. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the universal language yet. Wait, wait for it. Cause we're coming back. Japan. Yeah. 2015. Um, so there's lots of that. Uh, we stayed in Akihabara. Uh, or Akiba, as it's known locally, uh, which is where all the nerdy crap is, all the big lights and karaoke and maid cafes. And, Do you feel out of place as like a like big white dude walking around? Because like, uh, I, I feel if I went to Japan, I'd feel like I'd stand out a little bit. Yeah. I, I Yes. I'm all over the yeah, world I'm sure, there. I'm sure it is. I mean, it's majority Japanese people, yes, <laughs> if that's yeah. what you're asking. Um, as a tall person, I'm not extremely tall, but in Japan, I'm, I'm really tall. Uh, I, I never felt like claustrophobic or anything like okay. that. I, I was always able to like you know, even though there was you know swells and crowds of people you know see see over and whatnot. Um, Got duck your head a lot. A lot of escalators where you're, you're descending the escalator and that that low hang ceilings come and you're like oh wait oh I got to duck under this because that was about to be comical. Some uh, destination shit. Yeah, exactly. Was, Ooh, and that's it. The lamest <laughs> yeah. death. Ever. Some high speed escalator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Japan. Razor uh, ceilings. I mean, you could you could talk about all the little weird quirky things that are super cool about Japan, like elevators. Elevators don't fuck around. You push the close elevator button, that door closes. Like you know, here you're like, look, oh, yeah. look, look, look. Come on, already. No, there it's like, boop. Let's go. Yeah. Come on, we got places to be. People to see. Train system works really well. Uh, once you figure out how to actually buy tickets and pay the correct fare. Um, works really well. It is expensive if you're like, let's go eat in Harajuku, and then there and back is eight dollars, and that's all you did there. So you kind of plan your trip based on how long you're going to be at a particular place. Um, the the rail passes are worth it in that case. If you you like, you know, wake up at seven a.m. and you're like, we're going to shop all day. Like, yeah. Uh, otherwise, that that's negligible. Food, huge portions for oh. little money. Um, a weird weird phenomenon is a lot of diners and restaurants that seem like sit-down restaurants. You walk in, there's a vending machine, and the vending machine has the restaurant's menu on it. And you choose off this vending machine what you want. You put your money in, you get a ticket printed, and then you give that to the waitress, and she brings you your food. So when you're oh. done, you can fucking, whoop, you're out. You don't pay a bill, you don't have to wait in case it gets busy. Everything's based around, uh, I don't want to say saving time. Everything's like mm-hmm. efficient. Like maximum efficiency, like, right? When you, cool. but I, I guess when you got butter that many, <laughs> yeah, and all yeah, but like tight schedules. And you everything. know, I've been to Los Angeles. And I've been to New York, where there's none of this, and it's just a clusterfuck all the time. Those are also in America, where people are just yeah. dumb. <laughs> General, uh, the food's just great. Uh, everything tastes super fresh. Mm-hmm. Like even stuff that you're like vegetables on rice. 
I mean, how good can this this be? And it's fucking fantastic. Of course, they temper everything, so it makes it <laughs> Which better. helps. Yeah, helps big time. Curry's delicious over there. Sushi is different, but super tasty. Um, we went to a park on one of the days, Saturday in the park, uh, and had a bunch of like more, I don't want to say ethnic food, but more of the street vendor-y kind of weird stuff where you're like what what is that i don't know i'm just gonna eat it let's see what mm. let's see what happens well you got to do that when you go yeah. somewhere people yeah. that don't do that gotta are, do it are why don't doing you have a wrong. pork bun in your hand are <laughs> <laughs> you chinese <laughs> uh takoyaki there was a place in akiba that we went every night for takoyaki which is a um not a pastry but like dough with a mm. piece of an octopus tentacle and then shit all over it um, typically like uh, Terry I don't know if that description <laughs> yeah. is doing delicious <laughs> let me tell you I usually like a sweet and sour sauce and like onions yeah. and, and uh, wow fantastic and then one of the street vendors had like a patty version of it hmm. Doug uh, where you um, you basically it's the same thing but it's like a huge patty that you eat like a burger without a bun and then there's like just everything's good like this guy selling baked potatoes you're like man how, how does this guy make a living selling baked potatoes then you eat one and you're like that's the best fucking baked potato yeah. yeah, man, I don't know I've if I've ever had, ever had a baked life. potato blow me away, so I'm I'm actually curious well, exa- to try yeah. one of these baked potatoes. Because everything there is just, it tastes super, like, fresh. Everything's from the island. They're, you know, they're not getting a lot of food sent in. Uh, everything's, like, local, uh, you know, covered in uh, nuclear waste from the Fukushima uh, power plant. Um, but, no, good stuff. Uh, what, what is there to say? Specific things we did. Went to a maid cafe. Uh, a couple maid cafes. I cannot explain what the experience of a maid cafe is. I thought I knew... What to expect. Uh, and then for the hour we were in there, I was just laughing. the entire. It's just so fun. Like, just... It's, it's hard to explain. Because, like... It, it's basically, you know, like, we get rowdy in bars here. Yeah. Ima- imagine that there, but it's all, like, lonely Japanese dudes. And, like, just... Ma- there's, like... Basically, uh, every time someone orders a special drink, there's, like, a show that goes with it. Uh-huh. So they order champagne... You know, one of the maids goes to the front and the lights go down. She's like, Bow! and then they do like a song wow. and then they pop the champagne. You're like, okay. And then the first time it happens, you're like, well, that was weird. And then it happens four more times within an hour. And you're like, Jesus. this is fucking amazing. Uh, someone ordered like a sh- shaken up drink. So like one of the maids has to go and grab the drink. She walks all the way around and sings her little song and stops at people and they have to join in. And she's shaking this drink and then pours it for the guy. And you're good. And then it happens three more times. And you're just like, okay. Um, you order your food. Uh, the maids, it looks like cute stuff is the mm-hmm. thing in the maid cafe. So we ordered like a sleeping teddy bear made of rice with a, a quilt of omelet ah. uh, next to some tempered <laughs> shrimp. And then they draw something on it with ketchup. You can get a picture with them and they fucking draw on it. Uh, you have like your, you have like a package you can get, which is like a meal plus a picture with a maid. Or you can order whatever you want. The guys next to us, there's four guys sitting next to us. Uh, and they at least spent $150 each while wow. we were there. And they were there when we got there, and they were there when we left. Lifers. The lifers, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Uh, but, like, not not what you th- when I say lonely Japanese, I'm like, guys will come in by themselves, like, in full business attire with their briefcase, and they put the briefcase down, order a beer, mm-hmm. and just start chatting up the maids. Like, this is what, this is what they do. Yeah. It's Friday night. That's, that's their plan. It's not uh, so much different here. Yeah. The maids are, you know, they come to the table, and they try to, like, include you in their little, like, sayings, and they're... bullshit Uh, but it's funny and the other one we went to was uh, further away from the touristy part of town the first one we went to was called Made Made Dreaming but there's only one D Uh so it's either My Dreaming or Made Dreaming it's Made Dreaming okay (laughs) spoilers Made Dreaming in the basement Made Dreaming so that that was fun and then we went to one that was a little further away from the from the touristy area so no one spoke english and it's one of those places you saw the website for and you're like that place looks fantastic there's karaoke and maids and 
let's let's go check it out. Let's go check it out. And you walk into like a, a room the size of this, uh, a recording room here, uh, full of people. Drunk, smoking cigarettes that don't know English, but it's Japan, so it's not like yeah. there's going to be a fucking problem here. It's, oh, fucking come in, man. What's up? <laughs> Have a see how this place works. Because everywhere has its little uh, its little quirks. In this yeah. particular place, it's like, there's an hourly fee because it's a maid cafe, and that comes with a coin. And you can redeem the coin for any drink. Or you can go okay. for the two-hour package, which comes with three coins, blah, 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 blah. Um, and, like, you understand it. But because you, they think you can't read it. Like you, I'm like, I understand what the symbols for time means now because I've been here long enough, and I know that it's like this one, one mm-hmm. hour, and then this much money, one coin. I looked at your website. I got this. We're good. We're good. We're cool. Um, so then, you know, the maids come over and try to talk to you, and then you know, sing karaoke in front of them and win their affection. Mm-hmm. That's how you. That's how you get cool with the, the Japanese people. You sing for them. I see. They're like, good job. Uh, then some guy came dressed as Dokomon and started dancing. And that was our experience at that place. Um, In Akiba, there's a nine-floor department store uh, that is, for lack of a better term, a sex department store. Cool. What? Yeah. Nine Nine floors floors of sex. (laughs) Whoa. And it is packed. It it is full of people. Uh, Tourists, couples, creepy people. But, like, you know, a mixed bag. People who enjoy sex. Yeah, or or like Which the, you is know, pretty much every. You have yeah. like the the guy in the suit with the jacket carrying the briefcase, uh, st- just studying the back of a, a rabbit vibrator, like just just like mm-hmm. he can't get enough information off the really back of that what thing. It is. And like when you walk in there, it's it's awkward at first because you're like, this this is a place full of people looking for dildos and, and shit to fuck. Yeah. Um, but it's it's cool. Like by the time you get to the fourth floor, you're like, this is like a grocery store to these people. They're just like on the way home. They're like milk, eggs, yeah. something to put my dick into later. Um, you know, <laughs> that's how it goes. Uh, they had, of course had the used panties. That's not a myth that exists. Yeah, they have rows upon rows of used panties, every color, shape, and size. That's um, crazy. I didn't see a vending machine, but apparently those exist in Shinjuku and shit, which we yeah. didn't go to because that's where the Yakuza bars are and stuff. Is there any um, like screening process for those? Like, can because you don't know if, like, the person that... that I mean... Do, do people donate them? I'm sure it's just sprayed do, with some fluids it, that smell like it. Yeah. There's, there's not, like, one house of people... You know just, when like, you, like, open a can of tuna there. and you drain the water? Yeah. <laughs> they bottle that shit and keep it. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's terrible. Do a little spray. Yeah. Spritz. <laughs> yeah, this is all over his forehead. Then he wipes the underwear on his forehead and bags yeah. it up. It looked all very official. It was all plastic bagged and mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, every, every tanga... Yeah. Every every I would imagine they would have them. Uh, you know, nipple clamps, cosplay, um, sexy outfits. Sexy outfits was not a thing specific to the sex department store. No. Uh, nor were tangas, which appeared most everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, the, th- the weird thing about there is is they have you know they have their drinks. Like yeah. everything's made by the Suntory company or whatever. Like this, they're like fucking Coca Cola over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you you walk into any convenience store and you never find the same thing twice. You're like, that's the Seven Eleven that has this, this, and this. That's the Seven Eleven that has all this other shit. Uh. And like, it's very weird in that way. Um, um, we went to the Don Quixote Mall, which is like a big vertical mall, has crazy uh, arcade on the top floor. Um, arcades are just fucking bananas, um, as as I'm sure you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that building, for example, you have one side that's like groceries and booze. Booze, by the way. 40 of vodka, $9. Cool. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, dirt cheap. Uh, like whiskey and stuff like that. Nothing cracked 15 bucks. <laughs> We're talking like 40s. So, Fuck. yep. Um, picked up some, my dad, some like honey whiskey. Um, it, fucking delicious. 
We should get away from the glass. Damn. Just go lay a licking on Japan that. That sounds like my kind of place. I, I, I think at one point I drunkenly exclaimed that. I'm like, Arlie would fucking love this place. <laughs> like, every, there's so many things here there's that I'm sex just like, shops oh, yeah, and yeah. cheap booze yeah, yeah. and maid restaurants. Buy someone to fuck and yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Damn. What else? Oh, and then the other side of that, which was like the snacks and the alcohol. Mm hmm. Uh, anime figures. Just go buy your, your anime statues and yeah. whatnot, which are available everywhere. Uh, you're at a checkout at a Seven Eleven. You look to your left, and there's like Persona action figures, and you're like, okay, yeah. So very much a culture market. that you know has fully embraced that part of itself, like the fa- mm. the fanism, the I don't know the word. Well, I mean, it should. That's like yeah. uh, we were at Seven Eleven. We have SpongeBob SquarePants cell phone covers and shit. I think the best thing I had it compared to was uh, someone compared it to hockey culture in Canada. Yeah. How we have, like, jet stuff on sale everywhere, like IGA, whatnot. Mm. There's jet shit, there's hockey shit. Uh, everywhere there's pictures of the jets and they're endorsing everything. That's that's what it is there, but with anime. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I subscribe to a lot of different nerd venues. Mm. Um, but there, I'm like, okay, I recognize that. A lot of Attack on Titan stuff, which is awesome. Yeah. And then I'm like, I have no idea what any of this anime bullshit is. Like, there's so much stuff. And, like, you're standing there, I'm like, Krista, do you, do you know any of this? And a lot of it's, like, probably in three years, it's going to be like, oh, man, did you watch that new anime, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm like, I saw it three years ago in Japan, didn't know what it was. Um, Tamagotchi, walked into a Tamagotchi store. Yeah. Still big. Um, it's it's they, a market there, too. They have the old Tamagotchis, like, the big lip green dude and, like, yeah. the bunny. Uh, but they also have, like, the new anime, which are, like, little chibi, almost anime girls. Like, no, oh. nothing Tamagotchi mm. looking about them, but they're also Tamagotchis. Yeah. Um, what else is there to say? Damn. Um, karaoke, all you can drink karaoke. That's a thing that exists. That's a dangerous thing to exist. Uh, I drank 17 beers. Yep. Damn, that's yep. gotta be... They, uh, they were bringing pitchers of beer, and then eventually they started bringing glasses of beer, uh, which I took as a challenge. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, no, 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 well, where's the pitcher at? I got, you... I got time, I got... I got fucking time. Did you just uh, go ham on the Yoki too? Did you, oh, yeah. Did you oh, yeah. Some? No, there's a video, uh, which uh, will be up eventually. Uh, I dedicate Big in Japan to Trevin and then uh, mm-hmm. sing it sing it in the uh, the eighth floor of an Akiba <laughs> karaoke, uh, where we experienced earthquake. Wow, That's the place wow. you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> eighth floor of a karaoke. Yeah. Shit. Earthquakes, uh, yeah, I'm good. I don't know if I need to experience another one. I just wanted to see how they were. Yeah. Basically, like, I've, everything on the table starts shaking, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? And then you look outside, and you see, like, the buildings moving, and you're like, okay, well, here we go. <laughs> and you'll see, uh... I assume it's a little, probably a little, um, unnerving. Yeah. It's it's weird, because, <laughs> you know, if you were sitting at a table and someone started doing this to it, you'd be like, fuck, that's annoying. And it's like the whole room is doing that, and you're like, come on. But when you know it's like, well, this is the earth moving a little bit underneath. Yeah. This is... Well, it's neat. Because you're like, oh, damn, that's a thing that happens here. And all the buildings are built, of course, to... Yeah, stand something like that. Uh, aside from that huge earthquake from a couple of years ago, at this point. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's only so much they can. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. they'll have the for. cables and stuff. I mean, we went to the Tokyo Tower, and I'm like, that'd be the place to be for an earthquake on the top of a rickety tower. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's go. It sways in the. Want to go to the top of the Eiffel breeze. Tower and experience it? Let's build a bunch of really skinny, tall things on this tiny little toenail of land that's been <laughs> moving faster than any other for the mm-hmm. past all of history. I <laughs> uh, spent a lot of money, uh, of course. Chris did a lot of shopping. Uh, I, you know, didn't have much to, I I can't say I didn't have much to shop for. There's plenty of stuff I could have spent money on, but with the new consoles coming out, I, uh, I kind of curbed my enthusiasm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but there's a store called Super Potato in Akiba. If you find yourself in Tokyo and you're going to Akiba, go to Super Potato. Holy fuck. That place is fucking awesome. It's a retro video game store. Um, and they have everything. Um, 
Coming from a guy who do in the business. Who do that. Of a, yeah, of it's a... three three floors. Uh, it's a five floor building. It's the top three floors of Super Potato. Uh, you go up there. They have everything. It's all Japanese, of course. So Famicom and whatnot. So if you're planning on buying buying something, uh, make sure you're able to play it somewhere or another. They do carry all the consoles to you. They have all the old games playing music. Uh, a cool phenomenon that we can talk about from Japan is that here, the most rare things on the NES and Super Nintendo are JRPGs. Stuff like Dragon Warrior 4 on the NES goes upwards of $150 in box here. Mm-hmm. There, $4. Because, <laughs> yeah. again, it, they sold thousands of copies on the island, so it's a cheap game. You Ogre Battle just... 64 over there is $1.50 in box. Mm-hmm. Mid commission in box. Here, over $100. Um, you should just buy them up, take them back, sell them. Yeah. I'm taking these back, but they're all in Japanese, is the thing, right? Right. So, uh, there's a, a, a crazy rubber band in that. What I would call North American games are insanely expensive on their consoles. So, like, Mega Drive games, which is the PAL region Genesis. Yeah. Uh, Batman Forever for the <laughs> for the Genesis. One of the worst games uh, that Batman's ever been. And there's been a few bad ones, but that was, that was a terrible game. $207 for that game. What? And not to be outdone, WWF Raw Arcade for the Mega Drive, $800. That's outrageous. Um, so ga- games that are like $5 here are close to a grand over there, and then games that are 100 yeah, over here are 5 over there. Because those games are beloved by nobody. Yeah. Well, the WWF game is is really good, and they like wrestling there, but I don't, I don't know. That seemed like... I'm like I saw that price tag, and I'm like, that can't, that can't be right. I'm like, even if we move the decimal over another two, it's still way more money than that should be. Yeah. I was, I was perplexed by that. Like eight dollars, yeah. yeah. That's, that's even still a little much. Uh, ended up buying Animal Forest, which is the original Animal Crossing, which was later ported and enhanced and made the GameCube version, which is technically Animal Crossing Two. Uh, but got that with a controller pack, a Japanese controller pack, which you need, and then I have a converter. So eventually, mm-hmm. I can go play a really shitty looking Animal Crossing where I don't understand what anybody's saying. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Might be fun. Yeah. Uh, the challenge. Another thing I noticed going into their version of like EB games, which is called Traders, which I, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I liked. Uh, and there's also the Soft Map, which is like their Best Buy, nine floors of everything, and then the top floor is toys, and that's fucking awesome because toys there is very different than toys here. Yeah. Um, Fuck, I get lost on the one floor. Ultraman's still popular. Wow. Ultraman. Ultraman never stopped hanging it. in there. Or as we know him, fucking superhuman samurai squad, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I went to a McDonald's and the toy was Ultraman. <laughs> I'm like, that's fucking sweet. All right. Um, like Gundam models and stuff, if that's what you're in. Went to the Gundam Cafe. That was cool. pretty cool. All the food looks like Gundam. Did you get served by a Zaku? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> he just comes to the tail of the line. Yeah. Oh, fuck. This is cool. Um, all, the, all the Gundam models. Like stuff that's like 40 bucks here, $12. Like... The $80 models are maybe 20 bucks. It's all Sweet. importing, I guess, is what, what yeah. ends up costing a lot. Ease of acquisition. Yeah. Anything that has a fandom there has a representative cafe or something like that. Monster Hunter is just fucking bananas. There's Monster Hunter fucking everywhere there. Uh-huh. Like, the cats from Monster Hunter are super popular. Like, they appear on, like, candy and, like, foods. Damn. Everybody has, like, a store display with them on them. Like, it's part of the... It's a huge thing. Um, Pokemon, of course, mm. as well. And then your standards, like your your Sailor Moon and your, your Dragon Ball and shit like that. Um, tons of games that I've never heard of and will never come out here. Another cool thing I noticed there is that they have a lot of arcade releases where you can go play the game in an arcade 
and then later buy a home console version. Hmm. Um, which is something that, of course, no yeah, mm-hmm. we have demos, I guess we can download in most cases, but there's a, there's a one called Code of Joker, and there's something called, like, Lord of Vermilion or something, and it's, like, Lord out on, sounds familiar. it, it looked kind of like a, uh, kind of like Japanese Dragon Age, I don't know how else to describe it, mm-hmm. uh, but basically it's, like, you see a giant poster for it, and it's, like, game's out November 28th, and then it lists a bunch of arcades where he's, like, go fucking play this shit right now, go fucking try it out, so you walk in, you put in your yen, and you... You play the console version of the game. With... Cool. They look way too complicated. Like an RPG is just like I'm. If I can't read it, I'm in yeah. trouble. Like fighting games and shit, you can jump into. Like that's the thing with the Famicom stuff. I'm like, I want to buy like eight copies of Mother Two for a dollar, but I'm like, I, you can't read it. Yeah, it kind of takes the takes the wind out of your sails. Uh, best arcade game I saw. Flip the table. Oh, I'm familiar with Flip the Table. Uh, Flip. has a kind of quirky Katamari-esque graphics. Uh, the controller for the arcade game is a plastic table mm. on a hydraulic uh, hydraulic <laughs> arm. This sounds great. Already. You walk up, flip that. Shit. You flip, <laughs> flip that shit. You put in your hundred yen, just a buck. You uh, you have two options. You can flip the table at any time, but if you slam on the table, it gets people's attention and makes them stop moving. So there's different levels. Uh, the level I saw in the demo was uh, a dad at home. Uh, like fucking with his family, I guess. And then the level I chose was a bride at her wedding flipping the wedding cake, of course. Hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, people are walking around having a good time at the wedding. They're dancing. There's waiters delivering food. I slam on the table. Everybody's like, <gasps> and looks up, and I'm like, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, okay, I guess I just flipped the table now. I'm just like, huh? and sure enough, it's not like I, you touch the table. You fucking flip the table, mm-hmm. and <laughs> shit just goes. They play the Ode to Joy, multiple angles, explosions. <laughs> People are getting fucked by this kick. This waiter's just like, oh, and I'm like, this is the greatest game huh. I've ever fucking played. <laughs> the Sounds fucking great, best dollar I spent in Japan. We need that shit here. Yeah, it was so good, man. Here. Tallies up your Everywhere. score, you put in your name and shit. I'm just like, that was amazing. Uh, another thing that you may or may not have seen Chris has in the other room is uh, the Glamour uh, photo booths. Um, no, I didn't see it. You gotta, oh, man, you're going to fucking bust a gut when you see this shit. Uh, basically, there's ones that are for girls. Girls and girls, but sometimes woman and man okay as a sign. Let me know. Uh, so me and Krista go in. This is the first, our first night there. We walk into this thing. I'm like, what, is it, what does it do? It has this huge photo booth. Um, you put in your money, it's like four bucks or whatever, and it takes pictures of you in this like all white room. But what it does in real time is, uh, fixes your like complexion and it enhances and shrinks some of your features. <laughs> so you, you know, me and Chris are smiling and we like do normal smiles in this thing. And then when the thing prints out, we look fucking kawaii. Like our eyes are huge. Skin's perfect. Fucking just looking like you got like your makeup done and shit. I was fucking laughing so hard. <laughs> Uh, and then you go out and you can edit your photos. You can put right shit on them and put like glamour shit and like do whatever yeah, you want. Like lo- so love and shit like yeah. that. And then they print out and you take them home and you're, you laugh all the way home. So we got yeah. a bunch of those you guys have to see later. Sweet. Cause they're fantastic. Nice, um, nice. Just, I, I don't know what, uh, any other uh, beer vending machines. Mm-hmm. Cigarette oh, vending machines got lucky strike is still a thing over there. Oh, fuck. I was going to bring you some and I didn't. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. We, we bought some and Chris's mom took them. Um, <laughs> But a lot of everybody, almost everybody smokes there. Uh, they have smoking areas, so you can't just smoke willy nilly wherever you please. Restaurants still have smoking areas that are usually closed off, which is neat. Uh, their airport has a smoking lounge. I, they just, oh, that's kind of neat. Yeah. Everything's highly efficient. It's like and and like that's the streets great, are clean. Though, the vending machines. There's, so there's, I, I guess yeah. there's no time when you can't get beer. You can go when it's do, do, do in the private machines? residences. You can just buy a beer. Uh, when it's on the street, you need uh, your like ID that you swipe. Okay. Um, like, so I couldn't like buy a beer on the street, but I could buy a beer in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not only beer, so but the cashews like, in the vending machine as well. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So the vending machines, you'd have to like swipe your ID. You'd put in your money, swipe your ID, push what you want, and you're, you're golden. Okay, so yeah. I guess their IDs have like little scanner oh yeah man they're from the fucking future and shit um you can get like the suica pass which is like your jet it's like everything in japan it's like gotta do this boop gotta gotta do that boop just everything getting on the train boop buying a beer boop you know sweet buying used underwear boop (laughs) whatever (laughs) what are you gonna do um i was gonna say yeah vending machines are cool there's there's of course uh half the vending machines are cold drinks the other half are hot drinks yeah uh which sounds bizarre until you're like i don't want a fucking coffee and you're like i want a coffee that's this big and the perfect temperature for a dollar. Boop. You know, it was raining one day, chug that shit, good to go. And it's delicious. That's the thing there is like their snack foods. Like when you see them, you're like, that looks like a fucking boring snack food. And you're fucking wrong. Wow. We bought these like pudding sticks. I'm like, those look fucking stupid. And then they were the best fucking thing I ever ate in my life. Sweet. Um, there's all kinds the, of stuff like we that. We need those man. vending machines here, man, in the wintertime. Yeah, you could just be hot vending machines. Like, Comes coffee. with the perfect temperature. The can's like hot to touch. And then you open it and you're like, Oh, it's perfect. Oh, it's and then you just chug too? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Christy got corn chowder from a vending machine <laughs> in a can. That's crazy. A box of scraps. That's crazy. Um, they didn't have... They had the crazy Kit Kats, of course, but they didn't have a lot of crazy uh, like Pepsi and Cokes going on. Right. Uh, Pepsi has answered back to Coke Zero with Pepsi Nex. Uh, which, Pepsi Max. Uh, there's Pepsi Max, but there's also Pepsi Nex. Not Next. No, Next. Next. Which, of course, every time I passed by one, it was Pepsi Protect Your Necks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was infinite infinite joy for me. Yeah, all the food's great. I don't know, man. Uh, if Unless you have any specific questions that you've wanted to know about Japan, uh, no, I'm going to wrap sounds, it up there. Sounds like it's a great place. a fun man. place to go. I highly recommend it. If Not I wasn't expensive. excited before, I'm excited now to someday see Toilets Japan. are fucking amazing. Oh, Once we got back like, to Vancouver on our layover and I had to use the washroom, I'm like, this fucking sucks. That's where the whole future toilet thing started, man, with all the, the yeah. heated seats and like, the like only heated thing, feet. The only thing I experienced on a Japanese toilet that I didn't care for was heated seat. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like to feel like, because the first time you sit on a heated seat, you're like, was someone literally just here before I sat down? That's fucked up. Yeah. In your own house, if you like, someone just peels out of the bathroom and you go sit down and it's warm, you're like, oh God. Yeah. It's like our asses are touching. Um. But no, the bidet is is pretty amazing. I'm yeah. a fan of the bidet, uh, especially when it happens by surprise. In in most convenience stores, it it's like a, it's want. an automatic thing. When you oh. when you go to pee in the toilet, whatever you pee in the toilet, you pimp away. You go to sit on the toilet, it then all kinds of shit goes down. You sit on the toilet, it does. Uh, it adds more water to the bowl. Because you know, there's little wa- immense yeah. washroom. There's little water because if you're just taking a piss, you don't need a fucking full yeah. tank of water. If it feels someone sit down on the seat. It adds some water to the bowl. The longer you're on the bowl, it adds more water. That's a good idea. If you're on the bowl longer, it adds deodorizer to the water. Wow. Yeah. That's neat. Actually, I saw a product here that made me giggle. It was uh, poopery. Oh, and yeah. And you, you squirt it in the toilet. Yeah. Good in no, but yeah, that's cool that, that the toilets have their yeah. own built-in poopery. Uh, mm-hmm. Then the bidet comes out whether you like it or not and yeah. gives you a little what's you what. You don't have that. You're, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you're not on Lee's level. It's some, some good shit. Yeah. You don't even know how refreshed you feel after like I imagine a solid shit and then a little. There's totally no man. Well, water. it's like a it's like having a shower after you shit. Yeah, but well, I mean, without the trouble of having to get your entire body. Yeah, yeah just yeah. shower for yeah. your butthole. Yeah, a lot of bathrooms have sliding sweet. doors, which is cool. That's cool. I feel like I had to like kneel down and like fucking mm. do it old school. Uh, yeah, cool shit, man. I don't know. It's, uh, it's a cool place. Yes, yeah. man. I want to go now. Sometimes you should go. Yeah. It's cheap this time of year. It's expensive in the spring for the cherry blossoms and shit. Of course, Maybe we'll go try to uh, beat my record those... in the fucking karaoke. Yeah, or see if there's any of those. Uh, that fucking karaoke is so cool. English Holy drinking. Fuck. 
English like, drinking, English teaching jobs. We ordered some food bit. too. We ordered like a tower of onion rings. So two hours, all you can drink, and a tower of onion rings. Thirty five dollars a person. Thirty five dollars a person. A tower of onion. A tower of onion rings. Oh, we have the you video. Can you can see me getting increasingly fucked up in the video. Like I'm just like chugging. That's outrageous. That's like I sat I, down. I, I'm like, I'd it's all be... you can drink. As long as I'm drinking, yeah. the beer keeps coming. So I'm like, I'm just gonna, and the beer's delicious. I'd probably be dead by this point in my life if that was the. It case. wasn't. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't Asahi or like Sapporo. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was Suntory Premium Malts. Yeah, which fucking delicious beer. But, like too. that. That much beer and karaoke and onion rings, by mm-hmm. like for that that little money, that's dangerous. Yeah. 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 The longer you stay initially, like the more you you don't pay up front either. Like the more you you like I want three hours all you can drink, the cheaper it becomes relatively. And basically it zeroes out all the drinks on the menu. And the menu is digital. So basically you have your like module for the karaoke, which has songs that were released fucking yesterday, like updates in real time, it's plugged into the fucking internet. Uh, so you put that shit down, you pick up something that looks the exact same, you're like, why are there two? And you realize that that is a fully comprehensive menu. Uh, where you can just be like, want this, 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 and this, and then a John, and then you're like, this is fucking, every time I push a button, Sweet. someone brings some shit in. Oh, and it's like private room? Yeah. What? And it's a private fucking room, dude. <laughs> shit. And the room's awesome. It's like big enough for, I'd say, six people easily. They're pumping AC in, so you're not like, fuck, oh, I'm nice. dying in here. Uh, you're up t- You're up on the eighth floor, you can see a Kiba, there's like all these lights and people walking around, you're just like, fuck, this is it, man. It's Man, fucking they fun. got it right. They all the right. food, you got the food menu, there's like 150 items. You want a burger? Go for it. You want onion rings? Fuck yeah. You want a fucking tiramisu? Yeah, fuck, I don't care. And the food's fucking great. That's the weird thing that we always think is like, oh man, we got to go to the North Villa Inn for like dollar beers. It's like, let's order some fucking chicken wings. It's the worst day of your life. Yeah. You know, there you're just like, order food anywhere and you're, you're good, man. Like Nailed it. Yeah. Nice. Japan. Japan. Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> all you can drink anything is, uh, I highly recommend. It's good times. Yeah. It's good times. Mm. And then the drunken walk home was was good. I was on the next level. I got to the, the that plateau where I'm like, I'm not staggering. I feel like I'm walking on clouds. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Am I walking like Snoopy right now? I feel like I got my arms at my side. Just, I'm walking super fast. And <laughs> good times. Um, yeah. A lot of walking, of course. So mm, bring yeah. some good shoes. That's all I got to say about that. That's Japan. And that's the podcast. No, I'm sure. um, so beer of the week this week, Arlie. You beer got it. Uh, Granville Island. They're seasonal. Uh, Ten year anniversary. Edition winter ale, and uh, it's it's interesting. What do you guys think of this? This is I don't know how many I could have, but no, as far it, as it chocolate is... flavored beers go, this is fucking delicious. Yeah. Bag well, it's of not it's not advertised here. as a as a chocolate flavored beer, but I definitely am tasting some chocolate in there, like a dark mm. chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, yes, it's good. Oh, like <laughs> very, uh, I can taste like some walnutty kind of flavors. Like robust. It's very Christmasy spices. tasting. I'll give it that. It does. It. it this is the maybe the most wintry tasting winter ale I've ever had. And we've had a few. Take that for what it is. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's called anniversary. It's called Lions, right? Mm-hmm. Lions Years Winter Ale. What? Yeah. Like <laughs> back in Japan. <clears throat> no, it's good though. There's stuff. So we got De- definitely like have a couple, one, two, maybe. Got some quick uh, not news. Got some quick entertainment news. Then we got to talk about the new consoles, and then we were yeah, up. Yeah, that's up, gonna boys. be a big one. Yeah. So the not news this week, I got some qu- some quick stories here, as it were. Oh, there's been some stories. Girl who weighed four stone. <laughs> Come from Bristol. weights? Yeah, uh, yeah. 25 Whatever kilograms. That. 25 kilograms. Oh, that's... So she's yeah. like nothing. You can fucking hula hoop her yeah, at that Jesus. point. Uh, here's a picture of her looking... Ouch. Oh, yeah. that doesn't even Ooh. look real. No. Holy no. fuck. W- would you? 
well, yeah. Be charged for well, I mean, come on. Uh, an anorexic who dropped just twenty five uh, to just twenty five kilograms in weight has saved herself by getting a job at McDonald's. Damn Thought I'd throw McDonald's a bone because yeah. you were talking about how there's like yeah. feet in their food or like that's a solution to being dangerously underweight. Just eat a bunch of trans fats. You'll even out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe Thompson battled the eating disorder for six years. At one point, doctors gave her just forty eight hours to live, which is like the you know. The doctor yeah. tells you that shit. If you have a month, you like you go home that yeah. day. If you have forty eight hours to live, you punch him in the face and then go on a rampage or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, really? That's yeah, not yeah, enough time. At that point, just eat like a couple chili just dogs. Just satisfy and... your base animal <laughs> desires as quickly as yeah, possible. Yeah, yeah. Start fucking everything. Yeah. Try all the things you're too afraid to do. <laughs> <laughs> go skydiving yeah. on. Where can I get some head cheese? <laughs> I need to eat some head cheese. Wait, no, I don't eat. Fuck. <laughs> Damn, I forgot. Uh. <laughs> So in a bid to break the cycle, to get used to seeing people eat around her, of course, anorexia is not the one where you make yourself throw up. That's yeah. bulimia. Anorexia is the one where you just you can't don't fucking eat. eat. You don't put things yeah. in your mouth. Well, not food things. Ha! Oh. In a bid to break the cycle, to get used to seeing people eat around her, she applied uh, for a job at a fast food chain in 2007 and soon fell in love with her manager, Zoheb. So help me God. There she is now. A little more oh, meat yeah, on her bones. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got she the British sure. face. Uh... I would kind say severe cute. British face. No, kind of cute, though. Yeah. No, well, she's young, so she'll grow into we'll it. We'll see. They now we'll have two healthy children and the 21-year-old. Uh, so 21, two healthy children. Do the math on that. Britain okay. just can't close their legs uh, no. at some point. Insists the days of anorexia are behind her. Uh, she has now left McDonald's and is studying at college. So full reversal. Uh, the mother of two from Solihull, uh, West Midlands, said, I would allow myself a glass... Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, they refer to her as the mother of two now. That's yeah. not jarring at all. When it's a little kid. Yeah. Uh, I would allow myself a glass of water before bed and lived off a couple of peas during my time in the hospital. Yeah. A couple of peas. <laughs> uh, like like two peas. What the... Well, peas are bigger in Britain. Yeah. You get even fork and knife. George Costanza style. Uh, nurses would hold me down to stop me from star jumping and losing more weight. I want my story to show that anyone can become anorexic and it isn't a choice girls make. No, Okay, thanks. <laughs> oh. I, personally, I, I think most people have an easier time not doing star jumps than compulsively star jumping all the time. That's the weird thing. That, that I think that's an ailment that is most people find it difficult to sympathize with because most people have the opposite well, problem. Yeah. yeah. Right, too, most, too much McDonald's. Yeah, most yeah. of you us... get a job at a fucking salad bar. Yeah, most, most of us should yeah. we choose to struggle to keep... Like a steady weight or lose well, weight. Yeah. We don't have the cognitive deficits because we think normally and they don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for the second time in my life, I got conned into eating raw horse meat. That happened. Oh, shit, that happened. <laughs> that fucking just, that's a thing I do. I think I ate it a, a twice in Japan without, without knowing it. Without knowing it was horse meat? Oh, I, wow. I feel like the vegetarian thing I was trying isn't broken based on the fact that it wasn't beef, chicken, or pork. <laughs> <laughs> it was raw horse meat. I think I get a pass. That it's fucked up and ethnic? Yeah, maybe. Plus, I've been eating fish, so it's not like I'm a vegetarian. I'm just, I uh, yeah. eat those meats. Uh, but it was on sushi. It is what it is. It was on sushi. They they gave me a roll of sushi that had a, a, a hunk of raw horse How steak. How was it? It's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta man, tell you. That's, that's always the best part of the story. I'm like, what is this? Oh! I'm like, man, that was really good. What was that one? And Chris is like, horse meat. And I'm like, fucking. First time, same thing happened. Hey, man, eat this. Okay, cool. What was that? Horse meat? Thanks. Thanks a lot. Well, was the first time in Japan also? Or no. Was that, no. When did that happen? Uh, that curious. was on a game farm uh, where they're like, we're cooking with rare exotic meats. The guy had a hippopotamus head on his wall. Uh, mm. He fed me horse meat. Then there was a the time I ate walrus. That's the worst. 
Yeah, so, walrus doesn't look like. Kudos to the Inuit yeah. people who eat the worst meat on the planet. <laughs> yeah. Any aquatic mammal, no, it's black. It's just it just smells. Fat. It tastes yeah. like fish. Worst ever. No, I don't look at a walrus and think, mm, "That'd be good." Yeah, that fucking. Pick <laughs> your teeth with a fucking tusk. And well, shit. when I see a walrus, I'm like, "That's a lot of meat. I could get a, a pretty big steak out of that." But then I'm like, well, I could get a big steak out of a horse and it'll actually taste good. Mm. Equine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, just a roll that's seaweed with giant salmon roe mixed with mayo is a thing. And it's delicious. Sure. Probably would be. It, you, it's not a place you can take people who are iffy about food. Mm. You gotta be like, what you ordered, you have to eat it. Or you're, the, you're very rude. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I have no problem eating whatever's oh, in front of me yeah. I, I have yeah. a hard time thinking of something that I won't yeah. eat. I ate some weird shit on that street festival, though. Like, just dough with, like, weird herbs in it. Yeah. And, I'm like, <laughs> it was so bitter. I'm like, oh, my God. I had a piece of chocolate or something, that weird Japanese chocolate. This is, I'm like, it's not terrible. It tastes, it tastes healthy and yeah. good. But it, well, you wouldn't go out of your way to get it. I would never have it again, yeah. is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Was the thing there. Yep. Anyway. Uh... So yeah, McDonald's, saving lives. Mm. Principal says no romance for fifth graders. Parents received an email from the principal of San Diego Elementary School informing them that their students would not be allowed to ask each other out. Principal Liz Sloan sent parents uh, of the fifth grade students at Ellen Browning Scripps Elementary School, old EBS, uh, in San Diego an email saying that some students were pressuring other students to ask someone out and that it was... Here's the email. uh, I think Liz Brown is just lonely. Liz, Liz Sloan? Yeah. She's Liz Liz Sloan, who teaches oh, at the Liz Ellen Sloan. Browning Scripps said, Elementary School. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see my confusion. I threw now. a lot of, like, women names at you. Yeah. Uh, this morning, Vice Principal uh, Mor- Morici? Morrissey? Uh, and I had a brief Mordecai. assembly. Mordecai. Well, he'll have something to bitch <laughs> Vice about Principal for Mordecai. sure. Yeah. He's got the hat on. The fucking, like, thing <laughs> shit. Uh, and I had a brief assembly with the fifth grade to address a problem that has come to our attention. Some of the students to ask someone out. Some of the boys have been pressured into asking girls out. At least, uh, at the least, this is a kind of negative peer pressure, and at most, it is uh, it might be considered bullying. Some girls have been asked out repeatedly and are feeling harassed. Uh, there has also been other drama related to who has a crush on whom. Needless to say, all of this is creating an uncomfortable learning environment and distracting the students from their learning. This morning we told students that there will be no romance in the fifth grade. They are not allowed to ask anyone out. They are not allowed to talk about who they have a crush on or send messages saying that they like someone. I told the students we cannot have boy-girl drama and I emphasized that their purpose here at school is to learn in an unthreatening environment. Thank you for your support, Liz Sloan, Principal. See, hmm. I think it's just uh, it's really a sign of the times that with the uh, no time know, for love. electronic <laughs> communication and shit, everyone's all connected all the time. Uh, now teachers actually uh, don't have as much to do and they can actually notice the things kids have been doing for 50 goddamn years in elementary school. Yeah, like, fifth grade, sixth grade is when, like, shit starts to work. Yeah. Yeah, you get your little, like, boner. <laughs> you just want to hold that's hands happens, with a girl. Yeah. That's, all, that's all you want at that age. If you I had just a, want to touch her cheek, goddammit! If you had a girlfriend for two years in grade five and six and you you hugged, that was that was oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was you made it, man. They're, they're going steady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's no touching of boobs, or maybe it's different now. Maybe well, like, it's very different now. Yeah, fifth I imagine, graders yeah. like blowing each other and shit. Also, I don't know anyone who includes that in their list of serious girlfriends. Even if it was like three <laughs> years, if it was before you were yeah. fourteen, it's not really yeah, yeah. doesn't really count. Well, back when I was eight, I was in a pretty serious relationship. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> we, we held hands after April O'Neil. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like what? after an appropriate amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she then left me for my invisible friend Jeremy and uh, uh first time I mom. asked I, I never asked a girl out I asked a girl to the dance in grade six that's that's how I did it too yeah 
No one really asked people out back then. Yeah, there was no like, emotional. Hey, maturity. do you want to go to the dance? And then it was like someone dropped a nuclear bomb in the library because yeah, that you don't. <gasps> <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, serious business, man. Well, who, what was the first time you asked someone out, Arlie? I don't even know. I can't remember. What was his name? <laughs> Arlie's. Well, gay. he's a he's a strapping young lad. That would have been a good I, at all the sports. I I get infinite uh not pleasure entertainment laugh laughs from just thinking of the the girlfriend and boyfriend dynamic in grade six. Yeah, it's just like very strange. Oh, they're, pretty they're much all throughout. Pretty much all throughout school, really. Because I mean, high school yeah. things get a little more serious, but they can. Uh, Pregnancy, they, they can, yeah. yeah but yeah. A, a lot of them are still kind of comical to look back on. Yeah, a lot oh, of them yeah. aren't like really properly functioning relationships. How big a deal a month long relationship? Yeah, that never went oh, beyond some yeah. heavy petting, <laughs> or the, like the amount of them that like other people thought, or the couple themselves thought were going to last forever. Yeah, we're this uh, is it. Yeah, we're going places. I'm, I'm done. I, I, I found the one. Uh, this is quite the quite the item. These two were in uh, junior high. <laughs> They were the first to publicly kiss each other on the oh, mouth. In front of people? In front of people. On the mouth, dude? On the mouth. Holy. We're like, yeah, this is it. They're going all the way. I don't even yeah. remember that happening in junior in all of junior high. It's people publicly kissing. Oh, it was crazy. Now they're like publicly fucking each other. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Bang bus. Yeah. yeah. Getting lockers on lunch breaks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Fuck off. Kids are going to fuck. That's mm. the thing that kids do. Jesus toenails being sold for uh, from Key Largo oh. on eBay. Oh. Just Trevor, like I know Jesus. you've been in the market for Jesus yeah. toenails. You can tell. They're his. Oh, those are Jesus's toenails. Like I thought the they were, Jesus toenails. I thought those. they were Jesus toenails. Like, they look like Jesus. No, no. These are actual no, toenails no, from, yeah. from okay. Jesus. Yeah. Can I prove it? Almost ten years to the day since his mother's image was discovered seared into the buttered bread of a grilled cheese sandwich. Jesus's toenails... <laughs> may have been found in Key Largo. Yeah, here we go. The owner of the uh, def- what defined flat defi- defied def deified deified. Yeah, that's probably it. Been made a deity. Yeah. Okay. I've never seen that word before in my life. Yeah, it's weird. Thank you, everybody. Phalanges coverings is selling them on eBay. Condition used. Slightly used. I guess used by definition. They'd have to be. Yeah. Uh, the reporter attempted to contact the seller through his uh, or her eBay account, uh, but to no avail. The person did provide a narrative on eBay of how or he or she came across uh, the Messiah's discarded clippings. Uh, from the gripping tale, the seller may have been better off hawking them out of uh, J. Peterman catalog. While traveling through Europe, uh, I went to see a seer, or as the Americans like to call them, psychic. I stayed in Germany for a couple months, then decided to travel. I found myself in a border town... Uh, in the Czech Republic, this short, little older woman who appeared to be about 150 years old, you, you can gauge that, yeah. at least 150, about. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> popped out of a doorway happens. and grabbed my hand. Scared the bejesus, or sorry, the, yeah, the bejeebers. The bejeebus the and the bejeebers. Jeepers creepers? <laughs> Look at those jeepers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then she pulled me into this dilapidated doorway and said she had a gift for me. As I held out my hand and looked into her gray eyes, I noticed moles on the side of her face with hair sticking out of them. To me, this indicated she was very, very old. Or just moly. Yeah, holy moly. <laughs> she scared the holy moly out of me with her hairy moly. Yeah. Uh, she then, then she proceeded to tell me uh, what they were. Well, I figured uh, they could be real because it's not like... What? Well, I figured they could be real because it's not like I could DNS, uh, DNA test them. Sure. Who would I ask? Them. God? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Or anyone with a carbon dating. I don't know how to answer that. 
Uh, now I figured I would part with them or try to sell them on my own website. Maybe they could find a good home with a curator who believes this. Uh, a curator of historic toenails, which is... At the, as of t- press time, two people place bids for 99 cents. Looking for the good Christmas gift, better hurry. Bidding expires on November 26th. Entertainment. Em- <laughs> Bam! Said, Emerald Lagasse uh, here live. Entertainment. Uh, box office this week, of course. Uh, the second Hunger Games movie opened this weekend. But I, last weekend. I finally just watched the first one. How was that? Got, it's on okay. Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah it's pretty good. It's yeah. okay. Um, I feel it could have been a little tighter editing. Little. My big problem with it is. Not enough Woody Harrelson. Not enough Woody. No, I I just don't think it was like hard, like um, violent enough. Maybe maybe that's what it was. Maybe not necessarily violent, but I think more violence would have helped in the fact that I think you you should feel worse. Well, because coming out of a movie it's about kids, kids murdering each yeah. other, mm-hmm. but when you don't see any of the deaths graphically, you're just like kids having fun in the woods. Exactly, <laughs> and. I, I, I like to try try to let movies down on their own, but you can't not compare it to Battle Royale. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's difficult not to compare it to Battle Royale, yeah. which like Battle Royale, you're like, fuck, those kids fucking killing murdered each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hunger, Ga- Hunger Games, I found you didn't really come out. They always cut yeah. away or do some bullshit thing. It's kind of like, a rough game of tag. Yeah. Where it, Real rough. Like ball really, tag. <laughs> yeah. Football. With a football. Really like kind of... Ball tag. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Undercuts the... The seriousness of, of yeah, young kids killing each other. You know? Yeah. Did you feel that it took place in the Fifth Element universe, like I did? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that crazy the costumes. Costumes, like the makeup and the yeah. costumes really. Well, like holy shit, is Corbin Dallas going to show up? It's like the countryside of the Fifth Element. Yeah. Chris Rock kind of went over there. <laughs> the more super green and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That backwards. No, country. I feel you on that. Last weekend, Thor: The Dark World uh, maintains number That's one status with 145 million dollars. It's grossed up shit? to 500 million. Uh, no, I haven't yet. I've I've heard good things, and then stuff that much like Iron Man three. It's like it's fine. So I'm like, well, at the worst is fine. At the best is pretty good. I don't know if we need these bridging like movies. Like I think Captain I like America it. looks the best. The second Captain America looks the best out of the continued adventures of the Avengers. Yeah, uh, before we get to Avengers two, I'm most excited for Guardians of the Galaxy now, just because it's gonna be something new, right? So, uh, yeah, the Best I'm... Man Holiday, Black People. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> um, Has anyone seen the Best Man? Because I, I don't think I have. No, the Best Man Holiday. No, the Best Man because it's it's, it's a sequel. It's a sequel. Yeah. Why apparently, the, why does the Best Man get a holiday and get to be the Best Man? He's the I Best Man. Oh, I don't know. That's right. Well, you got people hanging out, having a good time. Terrence Howard with his eyes closed. <laughs> Been hearing like a lot of buzz for something that I don't really know a whole lot about. Last Vegas uh, maintained went up from four to three. People felt like I don't know why anyone has interest in seeing that because no, I certainly I have none. I'm not sold. Uh, I'm not sold either. Mm. Freebirds at number four. I'm assuming Freebirds is going to move up for the holidays. People want to see turkeys. Thanksgiving uh, turkeys. I don't understand that family. mindset. It's like it's Thanksgiving. Let's go watch turkeys. I don't. Yeah. It seems kind of dumb. I don't. I think those movies do as well as they do too because they're they're an easy choice. If you got kids, I mean, don't whatever. get me wrong. I understand Christmas movies at Christmas time, but Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving, yeah, yeah. come on now. Like and scary movies at Halloween, but if it's like, what do we watch for a Thanksgiving movie? We watch a movie about the thing we eat. Well, on th- it's like a, it's like having a St. Patrick's Day movie that isn't Leprechaun. about the original story of St. Patrick's Day. Like how. Yeah. What can you do other than there's leprechauns and rainbows and pots of gold? Like yeah, that's all you have to work with. Be a, a backdrop to like a bank heist movie. Well, yeah, and that's the St. Patrick's Day massacre. 
That's essentially all or you can do with it. The same with Thanksgiving. In the hood. <laughs> this this St. Yeah. Patrick's Day bleed green. The St. Patrick's Day massacre bank heist, starring St. Patrick, yeah. uh, aka Boondock Saints three. Uh, Jackass presents Bad Grandpa's at number five. Gravity number six. Ender's Game number seven. Uh, Twelve Years a Slave at number eight. Captain Phillips number nine. And About Time at number ten. That's about all I got to say about that. Watch the movies on the airplane. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Saw the first 45 minutes of World War Z before I fell asleep. Uh, which is the greatest movie to fall asleep to. Um, yeah. it's you okay. know what? I watched that. I've been watching a lot of movies lately. World War Z is a pretty good movie. I the like... 45 minutes I saw of it was pretty good. Right. The beginning of it, I really like. Uh, the ending, not so much. Here's what it does. The middle's okay. I, see, I didn't see the ending. Here's what I like about the first 45 minutes. It is a zombie movie. Where the titular character, or the, or the protagonist, as it were, uh, is familiar with zombies. He, he, when he assesses the situation and what's going on, he's not a dumbass about it. He goes through a lot of lengths to... Like, he knows what's up. He's like, I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to tie phone books to my fucking wrists so zombies don't bite them. And I'm like, that, that yeah. really, I'm like, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Yeah, like, like I'm going to tie he, a kitchen knife to the end of my gun. He observes what's going on. He yeah, sees yeah. that people that get bit start getting turned yeah. and everything. Also, the fact that he's like, it's like, he's the guy who can save everyone. Like, yeah. Which is kind of dumb, but I'm like, yeah, I believe it. He, the, he, he's an ex-UN guy who was working on a cure for this human new rabies, I guess. Although, right? kind of, although I, I doubt you saw it if you fell asleep in the four, first 45 minutes, but the way that they handle the, the kind Resolution. of how they're going to resolve the problem, yeah. to me, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't really understand... I thought they won up the zombies How from, like, 28 days later. They made them, like, creepy. Yeah. They made yeah, them more zombie. But still, like, the speed and everything is a little... You don't like speedy zombies? About as speedy, I don't. About as speedy as I want zombies is, like, Dawn of the Dead, Zack Snyder. That's about as yeah. fast as I want zombies. Because the thing is, zombies... Although these zombies, I don't think it's really back from the dead as much as it is more of a... Because they're, they're not completely, like, eviscerated yeah. no. when they get But you see some of them then... die and then they come back. Mm. Yeah, sort that's of. true. Well, the thing about zombies is that the appeal isn't like, oh, you know, you're being chased down by a pack of wolves. The appeal is like, oh, you're being chased down by millions of army ants. <laughs> or you're being chased down by grandma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> millions of army ants that look like your friends yeah. and loved ones. I, I mean, I didn't watch far enough, but it seemed like a zombie film that could very be like, it hit so hard and so fast, but in six months, it would go away. Like, that's the thing that zombie movies never conquer. It's just like, we've been living with these zombies for ten fucking years. It's like, okay, but with winter and, and the, the elements, yeah. these zombies would cease to exist. They'd disintegrate. It's a very soft ending. Like, it okay. doesn't... It's it's one of those ones that leave it partially resolved. Kind of with the voiceover. Of with Brad like, Pitt. Yeah. Of like, it didn't end there. It was a long, hard, like, next, whatever. <laughs> that wasn't the end of the movie, yeah. but that's where we're ending this movie. So yeah. we're going to talk to you later. But the whole For a PG-13 zombie movie, I felt still engaged in, vi- it in was violence. Good. And, yeah. and and um, I did kind of like the way that they, they kind of had different locales in it. So you kind of mm. got to see what's going on all over the world. Even though it didn't vary very much. Like, yeah. It was, okay, the zombies... In Israel, there's zombies in fucking wherever. Yeah. 
It's happening. It was kind of cool to see because yeah. often you hear on the radio like, "Oh, Russia's fucked up, Japan's fucked up, like Africa's like, fucked up." Like, in a world where we get eight get zombie movies it. a year, mm-hmm. I felt that this one actually stood out a little bit. In fact, they go to like a convenience store and it's already been sacked, and like his wife gets ra- almost gets raped within the first forty-five seconds of them being there. He goes to the pharmacies to get some like. Uh, asthma stuff and there's a, a like a dude in a hood with a gun there he's just like what you need because this is my shit now sorry that's that's how this is going yeah uh, and then the dude's like asthma medicine he's like well I can't get high on asthma medicine here you go buddy <laughs> that was about about long and short of it so I, I thought you know it did a lot of things right yeah it was good it was okay it was right. uh, what else did I watch I watched the White House Dam movie which like I said was a better Die Hard, the best Die Hard since Die Hard with a Vengeance, was not starring Bruce Willis I, I assume it'd be yeah a no if, if it was Bruce Willis you'd fucking believe it like it yeah. was Johnny Tatum's trying to get a job on like the Secret Service <laughs> with President Jamie Foxx, and then there's a plot to take over the warehouse to get the nuclear launch codes to destroy major cities in the United States because James Wood's son died in Iraq, and then Jamie Foxx wants to pull the soldiers out of Iraq, and he's like, my son didn't die for anything, I'm going to blow up Ohio, uh, and James Wood's the bad guy, so fuck yeah, I'll watch the shit yeah, out of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that was okay. The movie was fine. What else did I watch? I watched uh, Monsters University twice with no sound. Uh, fantastic movie. Maybe. I, it, it, those movies play without sound. I was Pretty like, much. I know what's going on here. Adorable. Adorable. Yeah, I've, I've, I've also seen that twice now. Yeah, actually. good. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It's pretty good. I just like the that idea that... dude's dope. I yeah. Like that <laughs> 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 uh, dope. See, I don't know what his voice sounds like. So as far as I know, he has a British accent. I don't. No, it's pretty good. Okay, yeah, very, uh, very like stone. I like the idea that when you're watching the movie, you're like, we know Mike fails. He doesn't become a scarer. Like the whole eventually. time you're watching that movie, he goes to university to become this thing that, having watched the first movie, but neither know... of them do. Neither of them become a scarer. Well, yeah. Sully does. No, he he's doesn't. In the, in the new one, they do the. He's a scarer. Oh yeah, Sully is a scarer in the original one. He's introduced when he shows up in Boo's room trying to scare her. Yeah, yeah, but in uh, in Monsters, they university. don't pass university. No, no. but eventually no. they do get no. the they, job. They, they get the job together in the mail room, and then they become Jan Jan yeah, yeah. at the place, okay. and then they become. But eventually, like, Sully becomes a scarer. Yeah, I think they're called scares. Is that proper terminology? I don't know. I believe so. Yeah, but Mike never becomes a scare. He yeah. he sucks. Uh, the guy who's like hitting the books. He mm. uh, the message of the movie is no matter how hard you try and you hit the books and you focus and you try, uh, without natural talent, you'll get nowhere. <laughs> That's what I read as yeah. the message yeah. in Monsters University. But it's like, but you know what? If you can ride the the coattails of someone who is naturally talented. Uh, you too can play for the Lakers. I think teamwork next to Kobe Bryant. Team, so. Teamwork is, is, a, <laughs> yeah. is maybe is that what you read from it because I just read. Yeah, yeah, man, you can try as hard as you want, but if you're not born talented, you you're not gonna make you it to the show, have, man. You're not making yeah. it to the show. You either have it or you don't. So I wanted to leave Rob Ford out of the uh, podcast this week, but, but uh, uh, then we this can't, happened. But we can't. Yeah, so we're gonna watch this quick. Well, that made me feel was that Chris Farley went too soon. Yeah, too soon. Uh, Chris Farley as Rob Ford, the movie trailer. I think you know good. what to expect, but it's it's done mm. quite well. Yeah, and they he's, do he's, look a fuck a yeah, lot. He's, like, he's definitely believable yeah. as Rob Ford. Yeah. If Chris Farley had cut his hair, man, this is close. Yeah, and the behavior, they... of course, is another reason mm. you might think that. Uh, Monty Python is reuniting for one night, whoa, only next summer. Uh, and they're basically doing Flying Circus live. Cool. Wrap your mind around that. Where's that going down? Uh, I would imagine in Britain. Yeah. But uh, New York somewhere. also a possibility, um, so they plan it. Uh, they plan it. <laughs> they they plan to do some uh, fan favorites, of course, but also bringing in the uh, some new new skits and stuff. But hmm, should be interesting. And yeah, don't a lot of them like doesn't Junkies live in California? Probably. I don't. I don't, 
know. What if they're going to film it? It'd be nice for like the, yeah. the common folk to see. I'd imagine it, it yeah. will be filmed and maybe released as a DVD. Yeah, yeah, because it'd be nice to yeah. to check it out. Mm-hmm. Would be Mad Max Fury Road, which is a movie starring Tom Hardy as Mad Max. What? Uh, ha- finally has a release down, date. Down. It's already down. filmed. Like it's ready. What? Oh. As far as we know, Shut uh, up. May fifteenth, twenty fifteen. Which if why you, so yeah. far? Uh, that's also like the same time Avengers two comes out. <laughs> so, ooh. Damn, I'm I'm so down for a. Tom Hardy, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'll watch it. That's uh, Mad Max 4. So, coming 2015. Look look for it. This blew my fucking mind. Andy Kaufman's probably alive. So, wrap your mind around that. I heard them talking about that on the radio the other uh, day. I've heard rumors, but that's it. So, let's just run down the facts here, gentlemen. Uh, Andy Kaufman died in 1984. Um, but, uh, if anyone would ever be able to fake their death... For nearly 30 years, it might be Andy Kaufman. So, uh, the story begins at the 9th Annual Andy Kaufman Awards, which is a thing that exists, uh, which were held on Monday night in New York's uh, Gotham uh, Country Club. Hold on. You know what? Let's let's read the whole thing. It's interesting. Uh, Thanks to the utterly bizarre yet completely transformative character work and penchant for pulling large-scale pranks, Andy Kaufman is exactly the kind of person that you would expect to fake their own death. And as a result... Uh, it has been the subject of many conspiracy theories, theories ever since uh, his reported passing in 1984. Hell, even director Milo's foreman added an interesting question mark scene about Kaufman's death, death at the end of the 1999 biopic Man on the Moon. Uh, now a new chapter has been written in the decades-long conspiracy theory. However, if this new report turns out to be true, it means that Kaufman has spent the last 29 years of his living uh, in obscurity with wife and family. Uh, Defamer picked up a story from the comics comic, and it's quite an interesting tale. The story begins with the ninth annual Andy Coffin Awards, which were held on Monday night at New York's Gotham uh, Comedy Club. While on stage, Michael Kaufman, Andy's brother, began to talk about his sibling's legacy and then revealed that he doesn't actually know if Andy's alive or dead. Uh, he then told a story about how back in 1984 he was going through his brother's things and discovered an essay written by Andy about how he was going to fake his own death. The piece said that he would eventually reappear on Christmas Eve 1999 at a particular restaurant, and when that date came, Michael went to the place to find out the truth. While Andy was a no-show, that night he was given a letter from a stranger that turned out to be a letter addressed to him from Andy. In the letter, the comedy legend explained how he wanted to have a normal life and that he'd met and fallen in love with a woman and had a daughter, and that he didn't want Michael or anyone to say anything while his own father was still alive. Uh, Andy and Michael's father, Stanley, died this past summer, and Michael told the audience at the Gotham Comedy Club that a month after the loss, he got a call from a young woman who told him over the phone that Andy was alive and that he had actually been paying attention to the Andy Coffin Awards from afar and was very proud of the event. Michael then asked the crowd if the young woman was in the audience, and a 24-year-old woman stood up from the back and made her way to the stage. The report at the comics comic, which was written by the writer, uh, writer named Sean L. McCarthy, doesn't mention exactly how this young woman was connected to Andy, uh, but Killy Dwyer, um, uh, an Andy Kaufman Awards finalist, uh, who was there that night, said in a Facebook post that a mystery guest was Andy Kaufman's daughter. He goes on to just talk about... It was fucked up. It's like when Pac showed up in Hollow Form. They were just like, "What yeah. is that, Pac?" <laughs> like, you're at you're the at the award show named show. after like a dead comedian, and then someone's just like, "He's alive, and I'm his daughter." It's like, "What?" Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, that people believe her at all, but uh, uh, it's entirely possible, and fra- uh, frankly, quite likely that this is a big prank pulled in the, uh, in the name of Andy Kaufman. And honestly, that doesn't really bother me much. So people are like, "Is it something Andy Kaufman?" Devised, or is it something that someone devised? He, in... They're doing on in his honor, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you can watch the video uh, and the crowd's reaction, and this chick gets on stage, and you're like, "If Andy Kaufman had a daughter, 
I don't know, dude. <laughs> this is eerie because the mannerisms are close, and it's not like she's doing an impression of the dude. Uh, it was, it's fucked up. So uh, we might soon learn that Andy Kaufman is alive and well and living in obscurity with his wife and daughter. That'd be Damn. pretty sweet, actually, though. That would be fucking amazing. Yeah. I, I, props. Like, fuck, you did it, dude. There's a comic book that stars you because you're uh, you supposedly are one of the people who faked their death. Like, I, you, you pulled it off. You pulled off. You faked your death for, for nearly 30 years. I can see it's getting a little annoying, though, because now that people are like, oh, well, we had no idea. It's going to open up everything else who's every other celebrity yeah. is supposed to be dead. Like, yeah, everyone's like, Pac's still alive. Biggie's Pac's alive. Yeah. Biggie's alive. Uh, Alpha's still alive. Fucking bigger. <laughs> Michael Jackson is my grocer. Yeah. Uh, well, fine. I like, I like those fucking series there. If this guy, though, has, in the age of the fucking internet, remained yeah. completely anonymous, and we're like, Andy Kaufman's dead, and he's alive, holy fuck. That's fantastic. Kudos. Yeah. If, mm-hmm. if... Anyways. Neat stuff. Yeah, but, you know... At this point, you gotta you, you gotta remain on the fence about at, it. At this yeah. point, I mean, if he he's like I'm back, then we need to have the Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman sit down that could never happen. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, fuck, I don't know, man. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> um, video game releases. We got two new consoles, boys. We got the PS yeah. Quadruple Oof. and the Xbox Singular Uno. Uno. This, yeah, this is big news. I think this. Uh... Is this the first new console since we've been doing this? I think so. Well, like, well like, other than like Nintendo ones, yeah. which like kind of well, hey, come on, pass on the. But <laughs> really, it's on they a just, different level. They just released like a ten out of ten Mario game, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's still going hard, but, and the new Zelda's fucking but badass. You don't really hear uh, not as much hype. No, that kind of just came out. It it's, just well, it's, a neat, it's a niche product, mm-hmm. man. It's like you want Nintendo games? That's where they are. You want yeah. the next generation of games? You're going to probably want one of these other two things. Uh, so the PS4 launched, of course, $399.99. Launched while I was away on the 15th. The Xbox One came out yesterday uh, for $499.99. Uh, yeah. So we're going to go down. I don't know if we need to do all the game releases, but we can talk about notable uh, exclusives, of course. Um, I'm a fucking whore, apparently, so I bought both. I was planning to buy neither of them, and I'm just like, eh. Fuck it. I didn't buy anything go. in Japan. I got stuff to trade. Let's uh, let's get this done. So the PS4, a uh, great little piece of hardware. Um, I didn't have any, knock on wood, any problems with either of my consoles setting them up or anything like that. The only thing I do have is the Battlefield 4 error, where if you do the uh, the import from PS3, like the upgrade, uh, it, it takes a really long time to install. So I basically maybe. have to just leave the game on so it installs the multiplayer. They're going to yeah. patch it very soon, apparently. So Yeah, if anyone's um, planning on doing it, maybe do it before bedtime. Yeah, leave it Be on. Done in the morning. Fucking just give her. Uh, there lots. Of, there's lots Install. of stuff to download. Of course, all the games now have to install to the hard drive. Uh, so I'm guessing they both come with fairly large hard drives. Uh, yeah, well, 500 gigs. But when you consider some of these games, like Killzone's 46 gigs big. Yeah. So really, the it, cool it, thing is, unlike the PS3 and 360, Killzone. where you know you get home from the video game store and you're like, can't wait to play my new game, and it's like, go make a sandwich because this is going to take 45 minutes. Yeah. Uh, you now pop in the disc and it's like, wait 30 seconds. You're good to go, buddy. And then as you're playing the game, it's installing it in the background. Uh, if you ever catch up to it, which is very unlikely, um, it tells you to go make a sandwich. It, it says wait another 20 seconds. We're yeah. almost done, and then good, good to go. Um, kind of neat. Honestly, uh, the Xbox One has the same feature, except the Xbox One is able to queue installs and downloads, whereas the PS4 cannot. And the problem with the PS4 is that it does four things at a time, much like Steam can do, except with the PlayStation Network being kind of clogged with so many people going on, it, it slows down your bandwidth to nothing. 
Um, we're talking like a megabyte every like five seconds, which is when you're talking about gigs and gigs and gigs of data, uh, is not what you want. So definitely do one thing at a time on a PS4 if you're able. Uh, on the Xbox, fucking just load her up because it knows to do it as it goes. Right. Um, which has always been a thing I've liked about Xbox downloads, honestly. Um, background shit and... Exactly. Uh, so both have st- uh, streaming services. Uh, PlayStation 4 works with Twitch right out of the box. You can record your... Vi- it's always recording video. The Xbox is as well, uh, but has a straight-up game DVR on it where you tell the Xbox if you want to save specific clips. So if you're, not, like, you're on a, a three-hour bender session of, of playing Dead Rising 3 and you just want to record the last 30 seconds so I can be like, hey, Trev, check out this new weapon I found or something like that, uh, I can record that and upload it and send it to him and he can be like, cool, bro. Um, so neat stuff like that. Uh, people can, you know, before we'd have to like Google something, like, where is this? Now you can jump on uh, the videos for the thing, see all videos, search videos, be like, where do I find the... How do I beat the... Uh, you can just go find a video of it and see someone else doing it and it's kind of like a real-time game facts, I guess. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be really handy if games had any difficulties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it's been years since I've been stuck in game, the game. Game yeah. streaming, yeah. though, has become, like, super, super popular. Uh, so if you want to jump on your console on a Friday night and watch other people play games, <laughs> fucking knock yourself out. Uh, what's really neat about yeah. it is you can watch games that aren't really, uh, like, you know, either aren't released yet by people who have them yeah, or not go... localized. Yeah, yeah, in the case of NBA uh, Live 14, which is EA's first NBA game in, like, four years, yeah. uh, like, this <laughs> game looks like shit. <laughs> and, you know, fucking commenting and shit. Um, it, it does, there's spoiler, uh, spoiler stuff on streams, so it'll actually block out most boss fights and integral parts of the story if you choose it to. So you can watch someone play the game, and then for all the integral parts of the story, it blacks it out, it knows when the game is at. It's it's, cool. it's, it's pretty neat stuff. Uh, you're able to edit clips on the Xbox One, PS4 not so much. Uh, the interfaces are cool, Xbox has a lot more to offer at launch as far as... I mean, a lot of it maybe, I don't want to say doesn't work, but uh, a lot of cool stuff regarding that. The Kinect is neat when it works. Uh, a lot of cool stuff it can do, like it recognizes my face and will log me in. It has auto sign in now, so that's irrelevant. Um, but, you know, some cool stuff. You can set it up with your TV and your uh, your PVRs and your, your your stuff like that. So you can literally, with one command, turn your TV on, switch it to HDMI and have your game started. Xbox on, play Killer, like go to Killer Instinct. It fucking turns your TV on, goes to HDMI, turns the Xbox on, goes to your game. Yeah. Pick up your controller and play, buddy. Um, so, so is it, um, you do need to connect? hooked up though you don't you can you unplug don't. that shit at any okay. time yeah uh that was a big thing before the thing was launched is people are just like okay so it doesn't have to be on the internet all the time but what about this fucking camera that you require to be plugged in and looking at me they're like you can turn that shit off anytime unplug it doesn't matter okay yeah yeah but they still force you to get it yeah. it's it's boxed in the thing which uh, there's a lot of games that use it rise for example has voice commands you're like fire volley fire catapults and they still did make all those promises initially, and in their terms of service, they clearly state they can go back to them at any point yeah. without warning. Like, we, can, we can jump back. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah that's pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I, I can't imagine that would be a great PR move for them. Uh, as of right now, I believe the Xbox One may be outselling the PS4 uh, based on initial numbers, but nothing's set in stone yet, so we don't know. It's, it's all generalizing. It's like, we moved this many consoles. Yeah. It's like, okay, well... Sweet. So I'd say they're yeah. neck and neck right now in that case because that's about where the numbers are sitting. Um, both huge launches though. Both did very well. Um, Christmas as far as season, Christmas is season's upon approaching. Us, so. That's right. And Nintendo, you know, they weren't left behind. They released three fucking games yesterday. They released the new Mario game. They released Zelda, and they released uh, Mario Party for the 3DS. All, all uh, mm-hmm. reviewing well. 
All reviewing excellently, reviewing better than any of the launch games for either of the new, <laughs> new systems. So yeah, so Nintendo has always been well. Nintendo kind has of their the fun system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they never have like the shitty launch games because they have their own franchises. You always have to consider the the quality of the launch games historically on other consoles. Like yeah. PlayStation Four, as far as I'm concerned right now, has maybe one and a half exclusives that are worth playing. Killzone's fine. Half. Killzone's fine, but Battlefield Four is better, which is also available on the Xbox One. Right. Uh, Reso Gun's oh. cool, but it's free and it's an arcade game. <laughs> I mean, again, though, it's all uh, it's all like release titles. So yeah, I mean, the look at the PS2. You had like Gun Griffin Blaze, Fantavision, and Eternal Ring. Oni, that was it yeah, forever. Oni. Dark Cloud. Dark uh, Cloud. But the Xbox One, by comparison, has a Dead Rising game, which, if you enjoy Dead Rising games, is a really slick Dead Rising game. Uh, they have Forza. They have their exclusive racing game. Need for Speed mm-hmm. Rivals is on both consoles, which is a great racing game too. But again, it's on both consoles. Yeah. Uh, they have fucking Killer Instinct, which is the only fighting game released so far for next gen, and it's fucking really fun. It is. Um, fun. It has Very a neat, neat sales model to it with the, the free to playness of it. Um, I don't know. I think I think as of right now, I'm favoring the Xbox One in the first week. Uh, that I mean, that's you know, it's not a sprint. It's not like Xbox One wins the generation. Sorry, yeah. everybody, go home. You can. Yeah. You can Pack it up. So, I mean, uh, that's pretty much how it went last generation. Xbox yeah. 360 was pulling ahead initially. And then... Well, it was weird because, like, 360 didn't work, but it couldn't be stopped. Then the PS3 came out and it did work, but it had no games. Yeah. So, <laughs> do I... It's I, always the lesser of two years. Yeah. Do I play the thing that consoles. eats games and breaks, but mm-hmm. has games? Or do I play the thing that's reliable, but there's nothing to fucking play on the thing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I think in the long run, like, I ended up getting the Xbox last generation, but as it started to, like, you know, kind of get comfortable with my... Xbox and then saw people PS3s. I was like, "Damn, I'm out of fucked up." Like, I kind of like this Xbox or the the PlayStation 3 a little bit better. Hmm. But uh, uh, and again, what now? That, it might there's, happen with this. One. There's nothing till March. Yeah. So I mean, I'm gonna burn through my exclusives here on the next gen, and then aside from digital releases, go back and finish up anything I had on the PS3 to finish. And God knows, I have stuff on the PS3 to finish. And then you know, as of March, April, then it's it's time for the next gen, yeah. boys. Although, uh, a lot of multi-plus stuff will be supported by the 360 and the PS3 probably until f- 2015, 2016. Um, but I don't think either of those consoles have anywhere that near long- longevity of the PS2. The PS2, just, you couldn't fucking... They took it out and shot it and it came back. It was the f- fucking cat came oh, back, the PS3 man. The PS3 already outlived the PS2. No, PS2 is the longest running console in development. Like it, it, That they were making consoles. It lasted over a decade. Mm. Yeah. Uh, who, by the end of the PS3 and the 360, possibly because they've been around so long as yeah. the main consoles, like seven years is fucking huge. Yeah. So if they're around for another two to three years, they'll they'll match it, um, which is like cool, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the integration of your old accounts into the new systems works really really well. Everything syncs up. So if I play my Xbox One and go back to my 360, or if I play my PS4 and go back to my PS3, it shows everything I've done, all my trophies sync up, all my data and stuff like that. The Xbox One has a really cool thing where it backs up all of your saves to the cloud. Uh, so if you ever got an Xbox One early and I went to your house and logged into my account, all of my saves are there in real time, which I think is something really, really cool. That, that, what, is... that was something they were trying to talk about when they were also like, you can't borrow games, yeah. but you can do this. And people are like, can't borrow games. I don't have to hear anything else. Fuck you. Uh, and I mean, for good reason. I... Yeah. No use games is, is a big deal. Yeah. But but they were also trying to explain, like, we have all these other features where if your buddy has a game, you can go to his house and... Yeah. and borrow it from well, him and they and, shouldn't have told people they can't trade games and they, yeah. their camera always has to be on and they can't not be they, online and they, I don't know what 
I don't know who wrote yeah. that or what they were thinking. And they were really adamant yeah. on these are solid features. We can't just undo these features. These are <laughs> come on, this isn't simple shit, you guys. Okay, we'll reverse that, but the connect uh, the connect has to be plugged in. Does it? No. <laughs> well, the, in that case, the console has to be online. Does it? <laughs> no, no. Well, well, no. no, no but, well. Uh, okay, nothing we said is real. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I, for the layman, I think the damage on the, the Xbox was done. But it's a fine system. There's nothing. They fucking lost their minds for a while there, and they were just like, well, li- li- I think the layman bad. didn't even notice the damage in the first place. Well, no. But if you talk to someone who doesn't have a handle on video games, and they're like, "What do you know about the Xbox One?" Well, I'm buying it. They, <laughs> they it's know. out in the ether. They're like they they heard that's all they heard, and they were like PS4 all the way. Uh, well, what I've, I've seen the other way around. Really, I've seen people are like, oh, whatever PS4, they're getting the Xbox One. Well, there's there's Microsoft fanboys, of course, but I, I think it's a huge market, like an astonishingly huge market. Yeah, well, I'm like, Whoa, they match the PS after all that bullshit. They match the PS4 sales as far yeah. as I know. So, you know, console war is good. For, it's a war economy, Trevin. Uh, I like to say. Yeah. So, the you know, the more competition, the more blah, blah, blah. Uh, of course, you know, video game Twitter got very cuddly. Uh, and then Sony, Sony kind of, like, went a little douchey. Like, <laughs> just only because Microsoft was, like, they're super gracious. Like, like back in the day when you had NES and Genesis, it was fucking cutthroat. Like, mm. it was just like, you suck. Mudslinging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like, and you're like, yeah, you suck. And now doing that nowadays, people are just like... Wow, what douchebags! It's like, dude, this has existed. This is this is it. Car companies yeah. do this. This is, you know, this is the game. It's yeah, the game our shit's town. better than their shit. Buy yeah. our shit. It's you know they're not just going to be like, I hope you buy our stuff here. Here's yeah, what we have. No. no, it's like they suck. We're awesome. Uh, so on the day of the PS4 release, like Microsoft did this huge post where it's like, congratulations, Sony, on your console release, and blah blah blah. People were like, oh, that's that's nice. And then on the same time when the, the 360 came out, PS4 was just like, hey. You want to play games in 720p? No, you don't, faggot. You want all the P's. You want 1080p. Check out our console. Yeah. And people were like, "Whoa, Sony!" Like Microsoft was like, "Hey, get going, guys. Let's let's have a fun generation <laughs> together." And Sony's just like, "We got more P's." Um, <laughs> and then Sony later in the day was just like, "Congratulations, Xbox on your phone. but they didn't have a cool image made like Microsoft did. No. Um, they threw it together that long. Like it, when Xbox was like, "You can't play used games. You can't borrow games." And then PS4 did that quick thirty second yeah. YouTube video. Where you it was can. Like, this is how you do it. Here you go, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, ha ha ha. Oh. Uh, or when uh, what's his name, uh, Jack, whatever his name is, came out on stage at E3, and he's just like, "You can do this, and you don't have to be connected to the internet." And you're like, "Yeah!" Like it was because at that point. It was like... That's not a cheering moment. <laughs> no, it was like, the United States or Stalin. Like, fuck those, those repressed motherfuckers with their no-trading yeah. games. Uh, but then later, when it kind of evened out, you're just like, okay. Microsoft's like, hey, you know what? We're going to do good by the gamers. I'm still of the conspiracy theory camp that they're, they're, that was their thing. They faked the all yeah. shitty stuff. Like, it was never, like, you know... See... Like, we're going to show how devoted to gamers like, we are. We're going to change our entire console yeah. for the gamers. On the one hand, I'm like, that hurts. that hurts your image your public image too much to be a viable strategy you got to be stupid to use that strategy yeah and then on the other hand i'm like well it worked <laughs> yeah it you know marketers well, are as intelligent as their consumers you look at, you look like, at ea who's also like you know the fucking jews of the, the video game industry and how like they're big partners with xbox yeah. uh and then they're like we're dropping the online pass bullshit you don't have to pay to play online that's that's gone all our games are now you know like, you know, like they should be. You buy a game and you can play it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. Um, anyways. Yeah, so so they're not doing that anymore. Yeah. That's... So we'll have a lot to say about the consoles in the coming weeks, of course. Uh, I'm going to play through some stuff. What have I liked? I fucking love Killer Instinct. 
I think it's a lot, a lot of, fun. of fun. As mm-hmm. someone who's not great at fighting games, I am able to get into it and actually nice like arcadey yeah. feel to it. Yeah. Like the the sound effects mm-hmm. are huge. Like it's yes. it sounds landing big, combos feels big. really good even if most of the time yeah. you're just pushing one or two buttons to keep the combo going. You feel like a badass. So you feel like you're you're good. It's yeah. basically it's doing fun. what uh, most uh you know refurbished fighting games have been doing for this generation, which is a good thing. Uh Soul Calibur 2 HD Oh, was yeah. completely smothered this week, but it's out. Cool. So if you have something you're interested in, it exists. Uh, Vaguely. So that's out. Uh, other than that, what else did I like? Uh, Killzone's fine, like I said. Battlefield 4 is a superior first-person shooter if you're looking for one. The graphics on both of those games is like, you know, it's where you go to see, like, what, what are new video games going to look like? This, whoa! Like, holy shit. Yeah, that's the kind of the showcases. The biggest thing I can say is lighting and particle effects. Yeah. And frames. Whereas, like, before, it's just, like, we have cool lighting effects in frames. But, you know, yeah. it's, one of the two is going to... You can't have both. Now, like, there's a level in uh, Killzone when you're on, like, this lapidated satellite. You're trying to send it into the sun because it's full of viruses. It's like, basically, like, as close to a horror game as you get. I'm like, I can't wait for actual horror games because this is going to make it super creepy. Hmm. Uh, and then there's the Helgen guys who are, like, super sensitive to sunlight. And they're standing on this railing. And you can shoot out the windows and stuff on the satellite, which I don't even want to talk about the science <laughs> of firing a gun and shooting a window out in space. Yeah. But you can do that. Uh, and, uh, no, you don't shoot the window. You shoot the coverings of the window so the light comes through the transparent aluminum like in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And they start on fire and the effect of the light coming through the room is just fucking... It feels like, not a tech demo, but it's just like, look what we can do more yeah. or less than anything. Like, Rise like, is, um, um, is not a great game, but it looks fucking I mean, fantastic. I have a feeling that's what like 70% of all the games for the last generation have been. Just that's what, that's the beginning the tech of, demo it's like, look at the, I like yeah. the fact that there's digital offerings, offerings, like a uh, Resogun and there's stuff on the, uh, the Xbox One, like Crimson Dragon and stuff that are just like fun games on the next gen integrating what these consoles can do without just being big graphics. Yeah. Extravaganzas. I've, I've talked before about but the, uh, the, the, you know, the polygon rendering Apex yeah. where it's like, at, at one point, you can have like ten times the number of triangles, and it still looks exactly the same. So it's like, like triangles. <laughs> yeah. Um, to be fair, though, that's what people are going to be looking for over the next couple months. Is like, what can these systems do? Yeah. Instead of like just how pretty it looks, I want just like how much content can you pack into games? Well, now? this is how much. This is the point where consoles match P- uh, high end PCs, and uh, then a year from now they fall behind. <laughs> Actually, we're already falling behind. Well, the, I mean, the frame rates for these games are like disgusting compared to current gen PCs. Yeah, but something like Battlefield Four and stuff like these new games that are like, this is the best graphics. It's a new engine. Check this out on PC compared to PS3. And you're like, PS3 looks like fucking N64 compared to this shit. And you play it on PS4 and you're like, okay, that's more like it. Mm, but yeah. you know, but who's to say? Like, you compare again early PS2 stuff to late PS2 stuff, early PS3 exactly. stuff to you know, the people you need to make best use of the hardware. Compare Uncharted One to Last of Us and stuff and see what they're actually able to do. You got to get a feel uh, for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is always like this is the best time for current consoles. In that, this is when you know stuff like Watch Dogs and GTA Five and these games that are coming out. You're just like these are technically better quality than I think we can get on the PS4 and Xbox One for the next year, based on the fact that Rockstar and Ubisoft and these companies know these consoles in and out. They know exactly what they can do and and can push it. At that point, they know all the tricks now. It was before. It was like, can we do that on this? I don't fucking let's try it. It's broken. yeah, so. Cool GTA 5 Easter eggs still being discovered. Nice. Uh, someone found Tupac in the game. <laughs> oh, sick. He's, like, just sitting in a park, and he, like, talks to you if you walk up to him. He's just, it's Tupac, and he's sitting there, and someone found him. So there you go. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. That's also, awesome. uh, Breaking Bad, you can find Walter White and Jesse Pinkman in their motorhome and steal it. <laughs> 
Like you throw them out of the van and it's them and the motorhome is the motorhome from the show. Oh, nice. Oh, that was kind of cool. So this is a neat thing uh, they did in Zelda. Uh, basically, to render the new Zelda, because it's a top-down game, but it's rendered yeah. in 3D, uh, not with sprites and stuff like that, they wanted to make it so yeah. you can see what's going on in the game. Because yeah. otherwise, if it's top-down 3D, you're seeing the top of Link's head, the little pins of the rupees, you're not seeing the whole thing. The enemies are, like, indecipherable. So what they did is but they... That's, s- ne- that's never happened in any top-down video no. game because yeah. of this perspective. So what they did is they slanted everything... So from a game developer point of view, that must have been annoying to be like, oh, Link looks so sweet. Okay, now we've got to like, mm-hmm. just fuck him up so that it looks proper. So if you see this, Arlie, from the top down, it looks like a top-down Zelda game, but in 3D. But when you mm-hmm. see the a change of uh, camera perspective, you can see that Link is, uh, in fact, like fucking John Travolting down the street, yeah. Uh, yeah. as are all the enemies. So that's kind of neat. That's, uh, that's cool. something I kind of ran into when I was playing around with RPG Maker. I'm like, wait a second. I started making my own sprites for the game. I'm like... If I'm I'm not making the top of a character, the world is all like top down and everything. But the character is essentially sliding around on his side and back mm-hmm. and stomach the whole time. Like they're technically like on a, like a, a, a one of the scooters you go under cars with. And yeah, they're just like crawling around like this because you can see their whole body mm-hmm. from a top down perspective. That doesn't make sense. No. So something interesting when they render it in 3D, they're like you can't fucking see anything because all you see is the top of their fucking yeah. heads. Uh, interesting to think about. Yeah, one of those <laughs> yeah. one of those things. John Carmack departs id Software. John Carmack, of course, oh. one of the founders of id Software, of course, brought us Doom, uh, has quit id to full-time work on the Oculus Rift, uh, of which he is, like, the fucking super president of. Okay, so now he's just putting all his chips on Oculus. Yeah, this guy's the fucking man. This oh, guy yeah. is always looking to fix problems and bring new experiences to video games. Um, this guy's not afraid to take risks. Yeah. He's the guy who, like, suggested for steer- uh, screen tearing. It's like, how do we fix screen tearing? There's fuck. It's just a thing that exists, and there's no way to fix it. He's like, what if you made it? What if we fix it? (laughs) It's like, what if you made it so that the screens move together instead of trying to fix the interlacing or whatever? And they're like, what? It's like, think outside the box, man. Like, if this screen's going that way, fucking move this screen over to it in real time. And I, I can't understand how that works. I'm not a scientist, Uh, but they fucking go to work. Like, so Oculus Rift, whenever it comes out, will be the fucking balls. It'll be awesome. Oh yeah, I'm basically just gonna buy a million. You wear them all at once. You dick. <laughs> we around. So, John Carmack, Godspeed to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Telltale, of course, uh, the guys who made the awesome Walking Dead game, they're currently working on A Wolf Among Us, which is the Fables game, will apparently be making a Game of Thrones game. Of Thrones. Oops. Oh, careful. Be careful, man. You hurt yourself. Uh, so that'll be cool. Uh, Telltale's yeah. just murdering it. Well, I mean, depending on what kind of game. I'm assuming it's going to be like a point-and-click multi-choice game like the Walking Dead one was. Uh. That's, that's what they do. Usually, uh, yeah. Like, we're making it a shooter. Like, I don't think that's going to be the... Well, Noah's... The Lord of the Rings style makes us to beat him up. <laughs> Conquest. Yeah. I really hope there's an option to invert the controls, though, because you couldn't do that in The Walking Dead, which made it virtually unplayable. Well, what was weird about The Walking Dead is they they evolved the game as the episodes went on, and I think if you buy the Game of the Year edition, they put all the final, like, the episode 5 stuff earlier on. So, like, shooting in the game. Yeah. Initially started as like the X button. You're like, that's weird. And then by episode three, it was the R1 button. You're like, that's the shooting button. Yeah. And just little things like that changed over the course of the game, which is really weird to see. Like in real time when they were releasing these episodes, they got user feedback and fixed it. Well, because I just, I just <laughs> had episode one and I couldn't play it. Like I absolutely could not play it because wow. it's a game where the whole game is just looking around, right? And I can't look around because like the way my brain works, I need inverted controls. And I That's couldn't. I couldn't have inverted. Yeah, the inverted. Yeah, so I just I could not yeah. 
play that game. It's vestigial, man. No one inverts controls anymore. <laughs> Trevin used to be the controller inverter, and he doesn't even invert anymore. I, um, I I used to not, and then for some reason it was Resident Evil 4 when I started playing it. I My brain just like switched uh, the way it works or something. It broke it. <laughs> You're inverted now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sure. But it makes sense to me, because like, the way that your hand would move if you were aiming an actual weapon is actually the way... Your hand would move when you play inverted controls. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, if you were to aim a gun down, down your, your thumb, thumb moves the way it would. If you go pull a gun down. up, you grab the hammer. And <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying though, right? Like if you're if you're aiming down, your it doesn't apply moving. to side to side though. Otherwise, you're doing this. No, no, I don't invert the the access. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like flying an airplane. Yeah, which yeah, we all done at some point. Well, no, I mean even regular perspective. If it's like tilting, then you're. You so it'd be like. Down and to the right would be down to the right, and he'd go like that. Yeah. Well, except he'd actually go like that. No. Down to the right, you'd push down. Yeah. And if it's like up to the right, if you're tilting the stick the way you tilt your hand, then you're not like rotating the stick to. No, no. You but see what I'm o- saying? Only your thumbs moving. So if you're pointing that way, you're going like that, right? Like, and you're aiming. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't see how it's complicated. I don't like, lead with my you, thumb when you, I move shit. Like, you're seeing it right now. Like, down to the right is... Or, yeah. Down to the right. If this were a like gun, that. I was going to aim it down, I would I would push. All I'm saying is is it makes sense. Okay. Like, inverted controls make sense. Hey, like, man, a, lot, a lot of people I, think Your brain is your brain. Like, I, can't, that's no, just I can understand how both of them make sense. Inverted controls is basically if you have the controller facing up. This is like, oh, this is like the top of the character's head. Forward, back... Left, right. If the controller is like this, then you're like, okay, up, down, left, right. Yeah. I yeah, think that's what he's trying to say. Like, most people hold the controller with it facing the ceiling, right? Like, most people play like that. Well, I don't know. Well, do that, they? I don't know. I don't do, know. Do they? Are they? Maybe. I, I don't have the data for that. I've done this one a lot. Like, laying on your back doing one of these. All yeah. I'm saying is bullshit <laughs> that it's not an option. It should always be an option. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Can we? We yeah. can all agree. Oh on yeah. That. Oh we yeah. We can all agree. Yeah, on yeah. That. My favorite way video games handle that is when they throw. I'm not a. I hate tutorials and shit. All that goddamn handholding and stuff like that. But when they're like, they just give you a prompt and they're like, look up, and whatever button you push is the way it looks up from then on in the game. Like that's something I like. We had that in the game recently. Yeah, I, I forget which one it was though. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, so we're also doing an LBR tomorrow, me and Rob. So look for that as well. That's episode 53. But this has been episode 204. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. And as always, that's just the tits of the iceberg. iceberg.